just a little bit. Cold ground, cold ground. Um, it's been really, really tough on the water situations. Michigan State really had a few things. New water polo classes outside. New water po- yeah, but the good news <laughs> is no classes were canceled, but yeah. viewing was an option. Definitely, definitely. So. so a lot of things going on. Hey, you know, we last week we had a contest. Yes, we for, did. For bushes. 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 Bush, we we have a, a winner. Well, wait a minute. Yes. Before we have a winner, they had to do something. They had to go around uh, and take pictures of bushes stores and right. email it to info at newradiomedia.com. We had a few entries. All right, so they sent it to new ra- info at newradiomedia.com. And we got some pictures. And we got photos. We got photos. What they we, were nice photos. What did we get photos of exactly? We got photos of the front of the store. This gentleman. What store wore, location? Well, there was a bunch. I can't list them all. Okay, they Why went not? all the way to Carlton. All right, Carlton, uh, Michigan. Listen, I got a lot on this paper here. They I know. Just have I'm going to do this to them all. He I'm going to do this to them. I love he, doing he, this. He went to nine locations. Nine locations. Nine locations. And, and this was actually, not Mr. Bush, was it? No, no. And actually, Robert Tarzan. Tarzan. Yipsilani. Yes. Tarzan. <laughs> no, it's T-A-R-Z-A-N. Oh, Tarzan. Okay. I don't know if it's Tarzan or All Tarzan. Right, Robert Tarzan okay, So anyways, it, and believe it or not, he thought it'd be cool. He even made small purchases and took pictures of the purchases. But, oh, well, that's fantastic. So you got a $100 gift card. Yeah, a $100 gift card from a New Radio Media right. for Bushes. But, Great. but it was interesting because this is the first time we ran this contest. Yes, we did. And we had a few people come by, and some people you could tell they took it from the car, ran by, right, saw the yeah. window, drive-by you, shootings. Bought, you saw the rear. Also drive-by shootings. But Robert went into the stores Fantastic. and actually made a small purchase. So, Robert, thank you very much. All right. Keep listening to us and uh, keep doing that. We'll have more contests as we go and with how more do merchants. People, you know, since we're doing all this, mm-hmm. and congratulations to Robert for sending it into mm-hmm. info at newradiomedia.com. There are other ways people can find us. They can find us. They can, uh, first of all, they should download our apps. Where? We're in both app stores. NRM streams that stream with a Z at the end. Right. I think do they go to the website www.newradiomedia.com. Right. They do that, and we're transportable. You can listen to us anywhere. Okay. If you got one of those, <laughs> if you got a waterproof phone, take us into the shower. Right. There you go. <laughs> so we got that. So Robert, once again, thank you very much for winning the hundred dollar dollar push gift certificate. The next thing we got to do real quickly is we have a number of people that help us make this show possible. We do. We do. I'd like to thank my mother and father for having me born. Uh, <laughs> Here we go again, folks. To Mo and Diana, wherever you may be for the moment. Right, right, right. I'd like to thank you. No, we do. We do have a lot of people on board. And we'll bring them. Actually, we're going to bring them on later in the show. Okay, okay? great. We'll bring them on later in the show. Okay. Um, weather-wise, what a weird winter. I tell you, this is, you know, it gets bitter cold, below the zero mark. We come back up. We go back down. We come back up. Cars go down. Tires go down. Tires go down. Tires go down. Rims get bent. And then we have big issues called potholes. And we're not talking about legalized marijuana. Potholes. Yeah, pot, those potheads. Okay. Now. now we're talking about I'm potholes. Okay. I'm gonna... Potholes. We, let's talk. Hey, Peter, let's do this. Let's give people our phone number because I'm sure there's people that want right to dial ahead. in on this. 844-999-9biz. That's 844-TOLL-FREE. Four nines and a two four nine. So call us in if you want to express some of your anger on pothole situations. Uh, we'll be glad to put you on. And uh, Peter, let's talk about these potholes. I do. I've got a couple of quick things for you about the potholes. Quick things. Other ones are other, is this other, a quick. Fix? Other than it's a deep deep subject. Yes. You know, Wayne Oakland Macomb, the, the governor. Everybody says it's an issue. It's an issue. We're running out of money. Um, can the uh, legislature allocate more funding for it? So I got a kick out of that part. You know, they, we're going to allocate another like 150, 175 million. But I'm pissed. But so am I, especially when they say part of it is going to go to driveless cars. Well, no, no. Who let's cares talk, about wait, wait, the wait, driveless cars? Peter, right Peter. Now. People think we have short-term memory, especially the politicians. We had a <laughs> gas. We? we had a don't gas we? tax last January. Wait a minute. Don't we have short-term? No, memory? I don't. I'm like an elephant. <laughs> 
I got a good memory. Okay? And, and, and let me tell you something. We raised our gas tax last January, and I believe it was 15, 16, yes, 17 did. cents. Yes, we did. So we raised the gas tax, and when you went to register your car, you noticed that went up too, right? Yeah, a little bit. Where'd that money go? Well, I heard general that. Fund. You no, know, I heard 400 million of it went to pay back some past debt, interest on past debts. Okay. The general fund, and we so move it over. wait a second. We don't read the small print, but listen, politicians were not foolish. They they think we're idiots. Well, we know that. So so, want to do a couple things. Yeah. Um, we're working on it. Thinking a couple things. Well, while you're doing that, <laughs> you here's think the question. okay? Can I get reimbursed? I hit a pothole. I blow my rim. Okay. Can I get reimbursed other than from my insurance company? You know what? I've heard both sides of that, but I want to hear yours. Well, you know. The answer is yes. Okay. But it's not easy. The first thing you have to do is identify what kind of road you are on. Was it a county road? Was it a city road? Was it a U.S. road? Was it a country road? Okay, then, Change after down. that, you'll have to prove to the government entity that you were physically on that road at that time. If you can prove that, then you will submit your claim. So we should send out a film cruise. Unbelievable. We need to, that's a new thing. We'll send out film crews and we'll film people on the road and we'll we'll give them the footage. And they can prove it this time that day. I cannot afford in. our company vehicles to be in the hole. No, 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 no. We're going to have them ride our company bicycles. There you go. There you go. We will wait to the spring and we'll set them on the side of the road and we pick a pothole and we keep a camera crew there all day. Okay? A well, live you, pothole camera. Live, we well, will yeah. be the first station in network to have the live uh, pothole cameras. Okay? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. But so here, here, here's the other thing. You don't like I mean, that pot- idea? Wait a second. Wait. You don't like that idea? Potholes are great. I mean, Who likes that idea? I understand that there's some third world roads out there. Yeah. You know, yeah, Mound, Mound Road. Road is like, Mound Road is number it one. It looks like it's been bombed out. Then we have uh, the intersection of Middle Belt and Maple. Oh, I know someone who lives in that area, and they be I mean, about it every day. Yep. So we have that one. It's mm-hmm. like what Greenfield used to be from 8 to 9 Mile. Yep. Um, but now we go north, and we get to destroy it. So, if you know of a road that we have not just mentioned that you believe that MDOT should be looking at or your county road commission should be looking at, Paul just gave you that wonderful number that he'll give to you again. 844-9999-BIZ. That's 844-49s and 249. Now, you know, Peter, we had emails this week yes, about we this. Yes, we did. And um, people are very angry. And not only emails, I got a couple calls this week about people that are very upset and and they're very upset about it. And, and the fact is, is that uh, Mike from Southfield yep. says there's roads in Southfield. He believed 10 mile going east, he was saying. And I think, and he didn't tell me exactly where it was. I think okay. it's between Greenfield or Evergreen and Southfield. Right. He said he blew out two tires this week. So And, I mean, and he, once again, uh, he didn't have your info. I'm hopefully well, listening this morning. And he's very, very upset about it. And And you know what, Peter? Let me talk about this. There's a lot of people that work paycheck to paycheck. Correct. Okay. I mean, there's no doubt about and it. And they don't have an extra hundred, two hundred dollars for a tire. Keep going and because then, the rim is more than And then the rim is five hundred dollars and all this, so they don't have that money, and all of a sudden they lose a tire. Right. How do they have? To, what, what, what do they do? Well, that's what the whole problem. Do? That's going to be that's the issue of the day because it's even more than that. They blow the tire. They really don't have anything in the back known as the spare today, like okay. we we grew up with way mm-hmm. back when. You may be lucky on a donut. Mm-hmm. So now you have to call a service in. To pick up your vehicle, transport it to another location, so you have a towing charge to get in there. So you've compounded it. You may or may not get lucky to place it on an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, 
It gets uglier by the minute. It, it, it's, it's pretty bad. It, it's, it's and then they got to go to their employer and say, I'm late for work. Well, you know what? We, we and, talked. And that becomes an issue, too. We talked earlier this, uh, this week. I was at our breakfast club. Yes. And we're talking about, you know, Michigan tourism. Okay, tourism is big in Michigan. Is, is this the way up yeah, pure Michigan? Pure, pure Michigan. Michigan. Tim Allen, roll in. Uh, <laughs> but, but if you look at our tourism and you have people come in, and they come in the winter, they come all seasons, right? and they see these roads. Why come? Yeah, why got- come? Better yet, let's talk about motorcyclists. Well, you know, we kind of talked about that a little bit a couple of weeks ago with yeah, the no-fault law. Yeah. The no- right. And but, but, but that's disastrous but, for motorcyclists. But they're not coming in the winter. That's number one. Yeah, but the potholes take till spring. They don't fix them up. They pop up all year long. Come the, on, only this is not th- a- the only good thing about a motorcyclist is yeah. he can weave easier than an automobile. They, he can, Peter, but let's put it this way. A lot of traffic, a couple big potholes. He can't. He can. He can get. He can lose his balance. He, he can, can do a lot of things. The fact is that potholes are a twenty-four-seven, three hundred sixty-five-day-year problem. Did you see the newest bumper sticker? I'm not drunk. I'm dodging potholes. Really? Yes. It did was you on a vehicle. That? It was on a vehicle. No, it's now on Peter, vehicles. Peter, with your eyesight, it, that means you were too close to hey, that car. Hey, you could read <laughs> if that. You read that if you read that, but I gotta you were tell too you, close I thought it was car. a great bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, it's like the old van. If this van's a rock and don't come and knock it. But, but so, you know, so the pothole problems is, is really bad here in Michigan, and I don't know what we're going to do with it. It's a crisis. Let's talk about other stuff. All right, what do you got let's, on the agenda? Well, well, first of all, well, let's talk about infrastructure. It's the same thing. Our roads are infrastructure. Our water pipes. Well, Livonia, okay? Michigan. Yeah, water pipes. you got water pipes busting left and right. You still have wood joints and wood pipes in the city of Detroit. Right. So, you know, let's look at the government, and we've talked about infrastructure. You want to talk about jobs? You want to talk about that? Do a major program on infrastructure, okay? This country, in some areas, is just falling apart. Biz, 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 is the biz question is, though, mm-hmm. how do we pay for it? Thank you. Okay, well, Cash flow. You know, Peter. Revenue. Well, let me tell you something. There's a lot of people and a lot of companies willing to make interest on their money. Private funding. Oh, we're going back to private funding. We're going funding. back to private, private funding, funding because bonding programs. private funding bonding programs, you know what, we've got a lot. The top 5% have got bigger and bigger and bigger, and if they're true patriarchs, they should lend the country money. And then we get a whole other subject about printing more money. When should we print printing money? Well, well we I should be that. printing money. Well, there was a. I was funny. I was at a, a meeting in Grand Rapids earlier in the week, and the Bitcoin came up. Um, will it be taking over as the monetary funding in the future? Well, Peter, you know, this week I noticed online. <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> online. I'm choking to death. I noticed online that there are now funds for Bitcoin, and these uh, companies are coming out. And you know, this kind of coinage. And this currency is growing like crazy. Only one problem. What's behind it? Well, that's the whole issue in a nutshell. I mean, um, you know, everybody says, well, Bitcoin came because of the Internet and somebody became creative to it. But at the end of the day, there is no monetary backing. So there's no backing. All right, you got no backing. And how do you know it's not a country Scam. or group? No, country or group, group behind it. Well, that's it. Okay, how do you know you're not funding North, North Korea? You're any not kind funding, of terrorist okay? group. All those things. You know, anyone can build a coin currency. Right. Okay. So, and and it's very very scary. Uh, it could collapse overnight. Mm-hmm. Though we're gamblers in the United States. Well, we are. Okay. We we have from day one. And what goes up, they goes think, down. It goes up, but it could crash down. So I don't know uh, what we're going to do with that. I stayed on the sidelines. I have friends of mine who 
yell at me. I've got a friend of my son's who bought Bitcoin at $4. Yep. Uh, on paper, he's a multimillionaire. If he sells, he's on his – look, if he sells it, he's, it's great. You know, it's yeah. like anything else. But at the end of the day, uh, if, in fact, they find that Bitcoin is tied to a organization or a country that is not healthy for the United States mm-hmm. and they put us an immediate lock on it, then what happens? Exactly. Um, let's what else you got on the agenda? Well, By the way, we're going to – why don't we let our listeners know two things? One, we have a guest coming at 9 o'clock. We do. We have a very interesting lawyer. Okay. Um, he's, he's a very interesting he, – he's a businessman lawyer. Right. Uh, Scott Weinberg. Okay. okay. Scott created a company. Uh, we'll talk about it a little later. But, but Scott's got a lot of history. All right. So we'll have Scott Weinberg at uh, a little after the 9 o'clock hour. A little bit after 9 o'clock. So and Scott will be around. So I want everybody to be prepared for that. Um, I do want to talk about one other thing that happened this week that was kind of a sad time in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're talking about the Gordie Howe Bridge, and mm-hmm. it's great to put the bridge up, and we're going to do this. But we also have a thing called taking people's properties. Yes. Condemnation. Mm-hmm. And this week we said goodbye to a church that was built in 1904. The first, you know, Latin American church, Baptist church, has now been demolished. Mm-hmm. Over a hundred year old, it's architectural history, but even more than that, a cultural history has been removed. Yes, and the people that showed up to say farewell and everything, it was it was a touching moment. But at the same time, are we killing our past quicker than we want to? You know, there's two sides. I've, si- got, I've there, got nods in the there's studio. There's two already. sides of that story. Okay, there's two sides of the story, um, and we'll talk about this. Like, first of all, uh, okay. it, it's a subject that hits close to me. Uh, one of my partners has some property that's being condemned okay. and being bought, um, and he's cashing in because that's private. Right. So he's right. happy that yeah. he's you know property that was There's X amount. Good, he's getting so much. Okay. So it's a good windfall for him. You know, it's it's really difficult, and this is a subject that we talked about. And you know, you look at a historical church uh, where it's going, mm-hmm. and you know you got to vote on the side of progress, or you got to look at the side. I don't say vote on the side. You got to look at both sides: the side of progress decided what's going on with, with, with growth. Um, you know, I've gone to China several times. I know. Okay. And you look at the government, and, you know, when someone wants to build something, let's say we want to build a new roadway, we want to build a new train, we want to build that, it takes years and years to do planning because of gaining the, you know, getting a hold right. of, the, of the property. So there's two sides of that. Um, when you look at the government in China and they want to build a bullet train, they build it. So if you're in the way of the train, you're moving. Now, it doesn't take them 15 years to gain the land. It doesn't take them a lot of time. They build it, and that's progress. In most cases, I'm on that side because okay. you so can get something fl- done. Right, so give me the other side for the 20%. The flip so for the you. 20% that are upset are the people that are in those properties, the house that the woman and the family grew up right. in, and they've been there their whole life. It's an historical house to them. They've had it for three generations. I feel bad for those people. But in most cases, they're compensated enough to move into a new house and relocate. Now, so, you were, you know, when the Jail Hudson building came down, mm-hmm. actually when they closed, which was the saddest moment in mm-hmm. time downtown, yep. um, my parents were like, well, my mother was devastated. Yeah. My dad, not a big deal, you know. I was upset. I had a $150 due bill. <laughs> I, I, I had money they owed me in shopping. Well, wait a minute. Wait. You know, there was Northland. There was, you know, there were other play, Hudson stores. But the key was the footprint, the anchor, like other major cities, stayed. 
good times and bad. And that peace that gets rehabilitated, like you go to New York and you see these great traditional places. There may be challenges, but the footprint stays. And we're going to talk about Dan Gilbert's new building. Well, in a it doesn't, it I, doesn't, because he well, dug it out. Well, I know. It's he dug, he mean, dug yeah, it out because, because the footprint they left only could support eight stories. Well. So that's gone. But, I mean, the whole idea that the building came down and then the building goes, a new property is going to come up. Because I, I have a little quiz about that. You have a quiz, I, I bet okay. you do. It's not, a, it's not about how deep he's going to go. Okay. So, okay. Uh, we got a couple minutes left this segment. Yes, you do. You can the Illich a... family had a little tragedy. Yes, we want to say our condolences to the Illich family um, for the passing of their son uh, this week. And uh, I really don't want to go beyond that. I think it's a private matter with the Illiches that they've uh, requested from the community. I, I will honor that. And, uh, you know, the Illiches, sorry for your loss. It's always sorry when someone loses a family member. Yeah. So... You know, when we, we're going to talk about some other things. I'm going to talk about the education uh, that the legislature is looking at to try to benefit uh, Michiganders. Um, wait a second. Wait. Public office is trying to benefit education. Yeah, well, it's a bomb in my opinion. Okay, so okay. It's, not, it's nothing that I'm going to be excited about that I'm going to run. I think that they're missing the boat on the target market that they're trying to hit. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, there's going to be uh, my famous... Um, question of the day, my trivia question of the day, and then we're going to allow people to pick where they want to go for their next photo op so they can win a gift certificate. But we're going to take a break. I'm Peter Perlman along with Paul Benzman. This is New Radio Media. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live.
we're back here, Peter. Well, welcome back to Talking Biz on New Radio Media. And while we were on break, you know, uh, we were sad to hear that one of our staff people was pothole friendly. Yeah, they were pothole friendly. Matter of fact, let's bring up your mic and let's talk about this. All right, you know, we, we're bringing she's up this little, audience. She's smiling about it now, and she's ready. And it's oh. funny because as we're doing this story, she turned redder and redder, and, and it's like she went, "Can I express my opinion?" <laughs> yeah, no, these roads are really bad. And, and she's doing it now. You live in Roseville. Yep, just moved out there two weeks ago. And they want the community wanted to thank you by <laughs> introducing you to their pothole program. Yeah, yeah, thanks. That's that's what I'd call it. So in the two weeks since I've moved, I had a flat tire, and I put my donut on. Then the donut went flat. Then almost a week later, I had another flat tire, and I had to replace the rim. Then about six days <sighs> later, I had another flat tire and had to replace that rim as well. So from uh, time, let's talk about time, and then we'll talk about dollars. Mm -hmm. Time-wise, how much time was taken out of your opportunities to do other things? Well, luckily I have a great family. So uh, the first and second one I got, I did lose a couple hours at work. I'm actually going in after this to go make up some hours from the potholes. Um, but for the most part, my dad or my sisters have been able to take my rim, go get it replaced, get the new tire put on, and bring it back to my car rather than me having to get my car towed somewhere. Now, will they offer this service to anyone else? <laughs> if you want to pay them, yeah, I'm sure. And from an expense standpoint, the ugly part of it? Um, I reckon somewhere around $300 spent and about eight hours of work lost. So that's about another 80 bucks lost there. $400 right there. $400. Bell Tire, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I don't think we went to Bell Tire at all. Where'd you go? Discount? Uh, Local guy? No, I had Firestone look at one of my flat tires, but they wanted to charge me 200 just for the rims, so mm. I said no. Okay. Um, but for the most part, just junkyards to find the rims and just use tire places for Recycle the tires. Recycle centers. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We don't yeah. call them value added. My, my car is almost 10 years old. It doesn't get brand new tires. Value added tires. Value added tires. Okay. Well, that's, well thank no, you for putting important. the input. And, uh, you know, right here, it, it hits close to home. It's amazing. You know, Peter, um, just got an email or a text from our good friend of ours, Lauren Stewart. Lauren's oh, yeah. doing something interesting this morning at 11 a.m. What is that going to be? He's taking a plunge into the Detroit River. Oh, it's the, the polar plunge oh, polar for plunge. Special Olympics. Olympics. So Lauren is going to be diving in with his speedo. Location? Uh, the Belle Isle. Belle okay. Isle. He's at Belle Isle. Know. And at 11 o'clock, they're taking the plunge into Detroit River. A little cool day to do that. Actually, it's uh, not going to be bad. It's going to be 40-some degrees. What are you talking about? The cool water day? temperature. What is the water uh, temperature I mean, in Detroit River? Does anyone know? But you get out. You, you know, know anybody? Anyone? Hey, you know, we got all you guys with phones out there. Why don't you guys Google it and say, hey, what is the water temperature of Detroit River right but now? But you get out, you won't be freezing now. 40 degrees, 45 degrees today. I mean, come on. All right, so, Peter, we end the show at 10. Will you go down there and jump in? No, I unfortunately we'll send a camera crew. You can't. I have to leave for Bowling Green, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you always have excuses, I, and I got to go to Fenton. Otherwise, I got to tell you it. something. In another week, another week or so, I'll be live from Paris, France. Oui, oui. Yes, and then oui, the following oui. week, I may be live from Geneva. I'm not even sure where I'm <laughs> where at. Where are you going? Our world travel. Anyways, New Radio Media Talking Biz goes international. Yes, it does. So now, be, uh, talking about in. New Radio Media and everything mm -hmm, else. Mm -hmm. First trivia question: Okay, the year 1927. The president, Kelvin Coolidge. Nice guy. Yes. Signed a bill creating what? That today we're all part of in one way or another. Or somebody watches over us one way or another. 
in a media that we share together. Really? Really? Watches over us. He created something. Yes. I'll give you the first word. Mm -hmm. Federal. <laughs> oh, the FCC. <laughs> Here you go. The FCC. But, uh, okay. What was its original name? Uh, uh, Federal yeah. Radio Commission. The Federal Radio the Commission. The Federal All Radio right. Commission. Thank Later you. becoming the, the FCC, FCC, Federal which does not really Commission. oversee us. Have you ever had a license held? Did you ever have a license? Oh, I had a first-class license. So did I. Yeah, so did I. Because that allowed me to touch the towers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw days, you touching towers yeah, up there with a the gorilla about 800 feet up in the air. Well, that was a unique thing. There were, two there were two licenses. You had a third-class or first-class. Mm -hmm. uh, third-class meant that uh, you could get into the studio you could dial a tower. We used to have dialers to mm -hmm. improve mm -hmm. our power outage. Right. But if you had a first class, you could actually physically work on the tower itself and do other things that were necessary uh, at a station. Of course, we, I never had a union card. Didn't want to be part of the union. Uh, let's that. not go there. Uh, so, let's, let's talk about this. When you talk about dialing, let's just – I'm going to take a side dollars? a little bit. Are we going to go dialing Wait a second. for dollars? First of all, when's the last time – I also have a crank phone. All right. So, okay. Let, let me talk to you people. <laughs> when's the last time that um, you – the, the younger folks in the studio have touched a phone phone. You mean a real phone? A real phone. You like Michigan Real, Bell. real like phone. Bell. Okay, let's let's turn up the mics here. Let's turn up the mics. I want to ask. I would ask our folks here. And, right. and uh, who are we gonna go Oh, we first? got we got noise from one of them. I don't know which one right. it is. It's usually it's the, the it's oh, usually it's the, the phone room. room. Jake is causing problems. It's such a small Jakey, little Jakey. room. Jake, when's the last time you touched a regular phone? Yeah, yeah which, when's fine. the last time you uh, touched? The last time I touched a phone was probably honestly in the past six months. We actually had to change our, our TV cable, and we still had one home phone. Okay. Um, so I actually touched it, and I actually called so called my cell phone because I couldn't find my cell phone in the house. Okay. So it, it was within six, the last months six months ago. Okay, let's go to Kelsey over the other side. Kelsey, are you there, Kelsey? Yeah. Um I remember that we had a house phone when I was, like, in between the ages of zero and ten. Zero. And I used so that, that was, all the time. that was, what, how many years ago? About nine years ago? <laughs> oh, well, I'm 23, so 13. Wait, I keep thinking she's <laughs> so much younger. I, I can't. <laughs> okay. Uh, I actually did see a payphone not that long ago outside of a 7-Eleven. I found one. Really? Wow. Yes. That's the Whoa. last crack dealer. <laughs> the last phone for the crack dealer. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. How about you? Over here. I have a bit of an advantage as my other job is in an office, so I use oh, my phone on the daily. Okay. Um, but outside of work, my parents got rid of their house phone about six months ago. Oh, no. I, Maybe yeah, not I even. guarantee you, no, none I, of our none of our staff here has ever used a dial phone. No, I, a rotary? <laughs> a rotary. I've used one. Yeah, we've got you rotary. Used a rotary. I've got a rotary. Phone. A we used rotary? to have one on the kitchen wall when I was really young. Matter of fact, I phone. put a rotary phone in my folks' garage on a 25-foot cord way back when. So when my dad would be out working and my mother would give him a shrug, get in here, you got a phone call, uh, he didn't have to come in the house. So I took the phone when we sold it so I can put it into the new house in the garage as a memento. But I do have hardwire phones in my house for no other purpose than 911. Wow. Because on the board, dispatch centers, it actually shows up. A cell phone does not give you an immediate location. I just got, I'm changing subject back to our tire problem. Wait a minute. I just right. got it. We're, wait a second. Wait a second. This you was deflated a, the conversation. We're, we're changing real quick. To technology today, got a text from one of our listeners who happens to be a Facebook <coughs> friend of mine. Yes. And he blew out three rims and two, actually three rims, three tires. You know what the cost was? 1200 1200 what? Dollars. How about each rim was nine hundred fifty dollars? I was driving a fancy car. Nine hundred fifty dollars a rim, and tires were two eighty five each. Okay, 
Now, you have a very dear friend that you know from way back when, whose name I won't give, but he drives a Corvette. Okay. And I teased him because it was a beautiful day, and he had the Corvette at his office. Mm -hmm. And I said, are you trying to lose the car? Yeah. I said, why would you even bring a Corvette out but in just, these conditions? Just, I'm, I'm shocked. But your car, the car that you drive, and I won't mention the brand, but the yeah. car that you drive, which is a higher model vehicle, mm -hmm. um, those are $900. Uh, you, you walk, you drive. $1,100. And I oh, have insurance on them. Okay. So what does the insurance so I do, have what insurance the insurance do on them. for you? I have insurance. It covers no deductible. Okay. Covers my tire and rim. All right. Now, what did you pay for that? Uh, it's only cost me about $8 a month. Okay. That, that to me, is so a value. So that's a suggestion to the listeners then. When you lease a car. In this area. Or you buy a car, you can buy our tire rim insurance. It's the best value you can get. Now, they'll normally say it's $700, beat them up a little bit, and they normally cut it in half. Okay. But I give you another story. I was in going to Chicago a few mm -hmm. years back, mm -hmm. and the night before I picked up a nail and I had a tire bulge. Right. I called Varsity Lincoln. Right. All right. The night before, I came in right when they opened at 8 o'clock, and in 30 minutes I had two new tires, no cost, and I was on my way to Chicago. What a value. Okay. You're looking at something. What are you looking at? I, I got the temperature of the Detroit oh. River, the average temperature of the Detroit River in February. Peter, what do you think it is? Average temperature of the Detroit River right now, I'm saying, is 48 degrees. 32.7 degrees. So the average, the average, just above freezing. It's above freezing. What are they complaining okay. about? So, Lauren, 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 bring some towels and, and make and sure the speedo is a they, little higher up. You know. Well, listen, it's like it's like the, 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 the problem is when he takes out of the water. Yep. The speedo cracks. <laughs> <laughs> it cracks, uh, and speedo goes bye bye. So you so. would be no good for this because you don't drink any. You don't drink coffee. You don't drink hot tea. No, no, you're no, a no, no, so no. You're no. gonna get out of there. You're gonna be shivering like an old guy. Oh. Oh my God, it's so cold. It's so cold. And we try to give you a cup. Please. But, I, but I look at it as a jumbo cold sculpture, you know, that cuts the oh, fat and everything. This so will be you. Join in the so this will be you coming out. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that cold sculpture they use to take off fat at the spas. So it's, it's right. Detroit River is now a cold now, sculpture. Yes. Now oh, what? Um, what? You know, before you know it, um, in the second half of the hour coming up, mm -hmm. second half of hour, I want to talk a little bit about the education that the governor. And the legislature in Michigan, um, they're trying to change things. You know, the first that you, you heard about Amazon and Amazon talking about the education. We're not doing, you know, we're mm -hmm. lacking this and mm -hmm. that. And then so the, the legislature saying, well, we're going to come up with this new $150 million or $100 million package to really help education. No, we need that for the potholes. Well, no, we got a separate line for potholes now, which isn't going to go anywhere anyway. Because by the time you throw the garbage in and then it gets moisture, it pops it out. It ain't going to do nothing. Okay. So we're yeah, talking about education. But education. Break, okay. The big education. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about that with you. But I know that you're talking about restaurants downtown, and I want to talk about restaurants that are struggling because of staffing. we got a lot to talk about so, the next half hour. I know. So, you know, while our listeners are getting ready for that second cup of coffee with us, they can uh, check us out at uh, newradiomedia.com. They can download us accordingly and everything else. Uh, Paul's going to give you the famous number on how to find us here. Yeah, you can call us at 844-999-BIZ. That's 999-49-249. Give us a call. Uh, we're getting more text than calls. I mean, that's okay, just a change so in time. We've got a couple texts. Uh, i got a lot of friends on Facebook ask me questions. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in probably about two minutes. See you on the other side. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. 
The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Good Saturday morning, everyone out there. You're listening you to again? Talking Biz on New By Radio the way, Media. Um, yes? I was just checking out the ads for Speedos for you for the Belle Isle Dive. Okay, okay. So, Dunham's has a sale. You're going to look great. Dunham's has you're a sale. You're going to look great. Well, I'm headed to Fenton. You're headed to uh, Bowling Green. <laughs> but our friend Lauren Stewart, who does, I guess, look good in a Speedo, he's sending me pictures. <laughs> uh, uh, he asked me not to put them on the air. Okay. But but Lauren is out there taking the polar plunge, Belle Isle, 11 o'clock. Does he say for how many Special people Olympics. Roughly? You know, they get, they get hundreds Olympics. of people out there, hundreds of people, okay. um, and and it's it's a great event, right. a Cause great I'm, cause. Because we joke about it, but the reality is it's a phenomenal benefit. No, it's it's a great cause, and, and if you're out there and you want to go to Special Olympics, uh, their website, you can donate there. Um, I don't know if they have a live stream of everyone dumping in, but we should offer them next year the live stream. We will so, do Peter, that. you well, wanted to talk about education. I want to talk about education. You know, it's interesting. They talk about... Um, giving money to college kids and to benefit uh, world-class business in Michigan. And we need to do all these upgrades for that. And, you know, like $50 million will go to new and expanded programs, among them grants for state-of-the-art equipment, et cetera, $25 million for scholarships, $20 million for career exploration, $5 million for grants for teachers in innovative programs. What happened to public schools? Thank you. Okay, you the know, bottom. If it doesn't start at the base, you can't put the roof on. You know, Peter, we're, and, we're go ahead. And I know they want to bring the trafficking in of young people to the community to work and to do, but we have no educational foundation anymore. So, we have collapsed the educational foundation. Peter, we are working on education program here at New Radio Media. Now it's probably six months away. Uh, we have some 
big, famous local people that are upset about public schools, especially the Detroit public school system. Uh, we have been interviewing teachers the last two months. Uh, I have several that teach in the Detroit public schools, and here's the issue they're telling me. First of all, you have to have the, edu- uh, the attention of the children. Uh, that starts at home. First of all, the biggest problem, they said, teachers can't teach anymore because they're teaching for testing. Yeah, well, they're but teaching it, but for but testing. Don't, but don't go that far out. Look at, there was a great article in one of our local papers mm-hmm. that showed a wonderful instructor, a teacher, with 38 kids in a kindergarten. Well, I'm going to continue that. Well, let me, let me finish teaching for texting. A, a, okay. a, a teaching, teaching for, for testing. testing. Right. Yeah, while they're texting. Okay. So the programs were say that the, the state government wanted to set up a program where they would test kill children. Mm-hmm. And so the teachers can't get creative. They've got to go by the test, and they've got to teach for the test which doesn't allow teachers to be interactive as much as they like to be with the students, to be as creative they can be with the students. They're mechanics. And they're mechanics. And these teachers could be replaced by robots. And at the end of the day, they're teaching for testing, and they're very upset. Now, on the grounds of 38 children in the classroom, that's a good and bad situation, mostly bad, but the enrollment in Detroit public schools is actually going up. Well, it's only going to complicate. It's going to compound the issue. And that's my that's the argument that I'm starting with. So what we're going to be doing it's here? It's not because you, you you blended something else in there, and I'm just gonna I want everybody to realize. <coughs> yes, it always starts at home with a positive environment. Definitely, definitely. I've been. I mean, we we've 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 talked about this our whole lives. We had it, you and I, and I hope that everybody sitting behind us that makes this show so wonderful at New Radio Media had positive input at home. But it's the parents that give the first set of tools to the kids. So, Peter, I've been teaching, I've been teaching, I've been talking at Career Day Detroit Public Schools for the last 20 years. Favorite day of the year. And also I've been doing community development for 21 years on my real estate side. And you also teach University of Detroit. Detroit Mercy. But it, I, I speak in these classrooms, and, and, you know, I open the minds of these young kids. And it's my favorite day of the year. But I also talk to these children that come up to me, and they have no direction I, no direction at home, and it's not the fault really of them. They were born into these families. So you've got single moms, you've got a lot of people, and the single mom might have three kids, and she has to work to support them. She's probably on some kind of subsidy, and these kids look very, very. They're they're survivalist. They're they're survivalist. The only regular meal they have is lunch at school. And we'll get. I, I, I buy. I've got, I've got another one. On I, my bu- shopping list I buy. I buy snacks <laughs> mm-hmm. for a couple teachers out there. Okay, when I go to Sam's Club, Costco, I buy snacks to give to these teachers because these kids leave the school with nothing, and we give them crackers and cheese and a right. bunch of snacks that I donate to these teachers, and I do this regularly. And the fact is is that these kids have no direction. So when you're going home and surviving, some don't have heat. Some have no parents. <laughs> they have a single mom, single dad uh, who's surviving themselves, okay? They're, and, and it's not blaming them directly. But these kids have no hope, and they come in, and their attention span is very little. And in some cases, the teachers I talk to, these teachers are more of a parent than the parent is because these teachers who are warm and fuzzy, who still believe in teaching right. and, and are underpaid, well, let's start with that, um, it's a big crisis. And we are going to do this, Peter. Why don't we have in the next 30 days a special show on education, bring in some Detroit public school teachers, bring in some principals. Let's hear it from all sides because here's what's happening. We are starting a study group here at New Radio Media next week 
uh, and, and some couple people from the public that are really involved in education would like to help us with our education channels. And we've already talked about being interactive with the students, having the students help write curriculum, uh, possibly bringing mobile studios to the schools, and all these solutions that we want to do. And it's going to be a very big initiative of new radio media and a lot of people around here to really try to help the public schools. And, and I, I'm glad you brought up this morning because here's the problem. Overcrowdedness, underfunding, underpaid teachers, and teaching for testing. Well, so my only question is for right now then, for our listeners at New Radio Media, mm-hmm. and, uh, and of course they can always dial in, they can Facebook us in. There's a number of different ways they can join in, including mm-hmm. our apps at Google and the Apple Store, is this. Did the governor miss the mark by only talking about the Amazon issue from a certain point above, or did he miss the mark because he didn't start at the foundation? All right, so I think it's the second, okay? I I think you agree. But at the end of the day, um, back to the Detroit, city of Detroit. Well, this is beyond Detroit. It's for the state of Michigan. Let's stay the state of Michigan. I just am very close to the city of Detroit and what's going on. Uh, the same teaching skills have to be all over the all over the state of Michigan. The tests and all that just are from all over the state. But you know, and, and you look at violence. Southfield High had an issue this week. I don't know if you saw Bur- it on the well, news. Berkeley did. Southfield High had a big issue of uh, people getting beat up, uh, bully piece, bully piece, and, and fight. More than that, just random attacks. And this all starts at home. It really does start at home. And. You know, so we're going to do this. Let's okay. let's put it on the calendar the I've next 30 days that we're going to have an entire show based on education. Not a problem. We will bring in teachers. We will bring in principals. We will well, bring think, in students. And I'm also going to reach out to the junior college, not the college, but the junior college, because that's a transitional piece. And there are joint programs now between the junior colleges and public schools. So what I'd like to suggest is we'll because this, table this. this is a huge issue, all right? It's a huge issue. You know, we're talking about people that aren't skilled workers, that they could be into trade schools right Correct. after. Right. There's a lot of demand right now for a lot of trades. Detroit's building, we don't have enough trades. Well, I know it. And I'm glad you brought up trades because there's another big challenge going on in the community. And it's not just Detroit, but we're seeing it in Detroit. With the boom downtown or the boom in Midtown, we're seeing restaurant after restaurant coming in. Now comes the competition for staffing. It's major all over the state, all over the country. So we're we're robbing Peter to grab Paul in a sense. Mm. Wait, mm. did I rob you? Mm. Did I rob you? And as long as I get paid, I like that I'm the receiver. Rob yeah, Peter to pay Paul. I'm glad I'm the receiver here. Okay. Well, and the key is who the survivor will be. Will it actually be? The employee who gets the better benefits? Is it the employee, the new employer? What happens to the uh, old employer's restaurant? Are we going to see a drop off the quality? You know, when you walk into a restaurant, generality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you want to be greeted. Hi, how are you? There's the happy smile. Welcome to Disneyland type of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Can we seat you? Not by the restroom and not by the only. The room is open, but there's the table by the cold front door. So restaurants are now being challenged, and they're grabbing staff, and they're starting to ante up to Kitty for better pay because I need to get, you know, this one over here to this place. And they've got their own network of people besides they can bring with them. So the battle begins. Well, they're stealing staff. I have a friend, and I'll be seeing him tomorrow morning. He has 11 restaurants. Yes. One of the most successful independent restaurant operators in the state of Michigan. 
and all those people make good money. Well, the definition of good money in your mind, don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. in your mind and in the areas where they work may be great. But now you're going to this downtown atmosphere, Mm -hmm. this midtown atmosphere that has become a war zone, a true war zone for stealing staff. So let me ask you a question. You mentioned good money. If a waiter made fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year, is that decent money? In today's world, yes. Okay, so uh, these are waiters and wait staff that are doing this. Can they make better money? Can they make a greater amount of money in the new realm of restaurants going into the downtown new center area? Very few. Okay, so let's expand on the very few because the hotels are expanding. Mm -hmm. There are five or six new boutique hotels popping. Mm -hmm. Crown Mm -hmm. wants to put up tower number two. Mm -hmm. You've got all these things, and as you know, you're going to share with us very shortly, I believe, uh, some of the new restaurants that you've been visiting because mm-hmm. you are my entrepreneur restaurateur. Mm-hmm. Um, where do they get the people from and how are they pay them? So, Peter, we're talking about restaurants. We're talking about downtown. Um, as you have in any economy, some open, some close. On the weekends in downtown, the restaurants are busy. During the weekday? Shoot a cannon. And, and so now you let's go wait staff. During the weekdays, if they make $40, $50 in tip, not enough survive on. You break it down per hour because they don't get regular minimum wage. No, they don't. All right, they, so get a ba- they get a low baseline. So they're getting it. below McDonald's wages, okay, with the tips and everything. So can the restaurant survive because of staff? Very difficult. You know, you have a you have a saturation of restaurants that also has affected Royal Oak and Ferndale because now people are going downtown and some of the suburbs are being affected by the downtown restaurants. So. It's a vicious circle. So go back to your original statement. Mm-hmm. You have a friend who mm-hmm. owns a multiple number of restaurants. Yes. I take it then, and I already know the but I take it for our listeners at New Radio Media that these restaurants are more suburban style. Established restaurants. Established, but they're not in the city of Detroit. No, established Western Oakland. Thank you. Okay, Macomb right, now, County. Yep. So here we have what you, what you have there is a culture of, it's like the family restaurant. We know we want to be there during the week. We can bring the kids. We can do this. We can do that. And it fulfills two things. One, people walking in have a famous, they have that great comfort zone of being wanted to be there. Well, like they're at home. Thank you very much. They're at home. It's, it's like and mom's kitchen. And you don't get that downtown in the same Downtown is a different culture. Well, you're getting some stiffness. And you're getting to a place where you want to be seen. In a lot of places, it's not about the food. It's about being seen. The visual aspect. It's the visual. It's about we're at the hottest restaurant. It took us four months to get a reservation. And we walked out for two for $325. Were you full? Uh, no, we went to McDonald's after and got full. It's like, you know, you go to a fancy restaurant. You go you go to a fancy restaurant. There's a great And, and there's a presentation. And it's this big plate and two ounces of meat. And some fancy squiggled lines of asparagus sauce or something, and a little piece of lettuce sticking out, and it's a beautiful presentation. And you don't want to act foolish because you just paid seventy five dollars for that plate, and you say it was wonderful. I got. I'd you. like someone to speak up and say I got I freaking ripped Wait, off. No, no. I got to tell you something very quickly. <laughs> okay. When we were in Palm Desert, California, and our son was very very little, we went mm-hmm. to one Morton's tea. We had a great meal, and mm. our son didn't eat a thing. And the people next door said, "He is such a wonderful boy. He was so courteous and quiet." Can we ask him a question? He says, why are you so, you know, did your parents promise you something? And he said, yeah. When they're done, I get to go to McDonald's. Yeah. That's <laughs> and just there you're sitting in more, <laughs> and they're cracking up. So, you know, we got to sit back. We got to take a look at this. We're going to have a, another cup of coffee. We're going to take a break. For Paul Benzman, I'm Peter Perlman, and this is New Radio Media. 
Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And welcome back to New Radio Media. This is uh, Talking Biz. I'm Peter Prom with Paul Benzman, and I think we have a sports flash. We do. Hey, West Bloomfield. That I'm West Bloomfield has a silver medal winner, uh-huh. Kyle Marks. Okay? Of West Bloomfield, snowboarding. Silver medals right here in the hometown of West Bloomfield. Keeping it local. Keeping, keeping it local. local. All right. And I know, I know you've got some other things going on in your pages because if I continue with my pages, I got trivia. I got more stuff. Do you so, want me to take it over for a second here? Yeah, take it over. I'll tell you what. Um, you get to take it over, but let's remind our guests very quickly that we have Scott Weinberg um, in our green room coming on at 9 o'clock. Scott's more than just an attorney. Well, no, he's in the green room sitting. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's more than just a Gallagher attorney. We're going to discover well, Scott. We're going to talk about number, his history. I, I, I've got Scott's agenda here. Yeah. Pages and pages. And One, Scott's two, coming in here three. at the 9 o'clock hour. But so, Peter, yes. Peter, Scott will be at 9. And, and when I ask people, if you'd like to be a guest on our show. A guest? Okay. Inf- uh, send us a, uh, a text message, email, excuse me, email, email at newradiomedia.info at newradiomedia.com. If you have a small business or you'd like to talk about your business and all these things, uh Give us a call or so call us at the phone number. Yeah, two four eight nine three nine 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 is our our daily number. What um, that number again? Is two four eight nine three nine 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 is our office number, number daily office number. number. I thought, no, we uh, had but one most of people those. are sending us an info at newradiomedia.com. Right. Uh, bring on your business. Don't forget, we'll have the special destroy uh, public school uh, session or, or show coming up. But Peter, you know what? You talked about restaurants in yes, Detroit. Yes, I did. The Detroit Free Press has announced the restaurant of 2018. Peter, do you know what it is? The winner? Yeah. 
downtown. It's downtown. It's downtown. <laughs> so I, I want and it's to not th- my favorite one. Okay, Lafayette no, no, Coney no, no, Island. No, no. So downtown Detroit. Wait, that is the <laughs> number one restaurant. Have you ever been into American? I'm not. In the, no, I'm a lot. I mean, I went to State American growing up. All three of them. Okay, but I, I am a Lafayette Coney Island. I see, kid. but you you did something that I've never done. I've never varied from Lafayette. Oh no, my I've dad, never my had. Dad, my dad's building was in Lafayette building. Okay, but I, mean, I so never, but I never sat in American. I never, no, never. no, no. He, I'm a true Lafayette person. He knew everybody, person, so I'm a true Lafayette. person. And then we went to United Shirt on the corner. Okay, of but but you so. tasted the other guys. We I stayed true. Never, never. Okay, enough. Lafayette true blood right there. Never minute, stepped minute, in. Even when the French fries went offered in Lafayette, I never went into American. I passed on the French fries. Have you have you ever eaten at National? Yeah, a National. Yeah, you ever eaten at National Coney Island? Have I eaten at National? I'm talking downtown. Have you eaten at a, na- there was a National Coney Island downtown? I'm talking about the originals. Uh, National was an original. Peter, on Lafayette Avenue downtown. Not- Don't vary, okay? Did you go to Bull Market You're across the street? You're a traitor. You're a traitor. Did you go to Bull Market across the street? I've never <laughs> ate American Lafayette. American. Always Lafayette, you are a traitor. Ladies and gentlemen, now the number one restaurant from the Detroit Free Press. So, Peter, Brought to you by Paul Benzman's Report. Right across from Kobo. Hall. Set a fire department. The, the old fire years. station. Okay, which was created to the Detroit Foundation Hotel. Yes. In the Foundation Hotel, there is a restaurant called the Apparatus Room. Well, only appropriate for the firehouse, by but, the way. Do you know what an apparatus yes, is? Yes, yes, yes. But in the Apparatus Room, you get hosed, is a place called the Chef's Table. Ooh. The Chef Table seats 12 people. It's overlooking the apparatus room. So the chef's table is the restaurant of the year. Now, do you understand the fire station's layout in there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, for I, our I, listeners that don't, I mean. I ate there, and the problem with the, the smoke from the fire trucks, it was very interrupting. <laughs> it's tough, my meal. It's tough to have a it's gas mask. It's tough having a mask on, yeah, like an oxygen mask. Yeah, got a, I feel, uh, some people feel like they got hosed there. But anyways, <laughs> but let's talk about the apparatus. Let's talk about, okay. The chef's table at the apparatus room. Okay. So it's not the chef's table. It's the apparatus room. The chef table in the apparatus room. That, very one, important. It's 12 seats overlooking the apparatus room. Right. It's roughly, okay? I'm listening. It's $175 a person. Chump change for some. It's a roughly 10-course meal. All right? 10-course ten ten. meal. Yes, yes, yep, yep, yep. And it's an amazing restaurant, Okay. And this was voted number one by the Detroit Free Press. Uh, of course, you have to make a reservation way, way in advance. Uh, it's just, it's an amazing place. I recommend to go there. Now, if you don't want to pay for the chef's table, just go have dinner at the apparatus room. Now, here we're going to go back to the original thing we just got done talking about mm-hmm. before the break. Mm-hmm. Number one, there are... There are very high. It is limited to a certain culture of individuals to attend. The chef's table is yes. The apparatus room is a little more affordable. Right? Definitely, but still a little bit up on the higher side. Thank you very but much. But you have businessmen so, from GM. You have people going there. But right. the fact is, now we're let's go talk about the employees there. They're doing well because the place is busy. Correct. And when you wait at an upper scale upscale restaurant, these people walk home with two three hundred dollars a day. Per right, wait staff. Right. I mean, Five I mean, days I mean, a week is $1,500, mostly I cash. Mean, you had the Caucus Club, mm-hmm. you know, Roma Cafe, Carl's Chop House, for those of you that want to join me in my age mm-hmm. category. Mm-hmm. 
Um, these were great places, uh, Sinbad's, uh, Rooster Tail. I mean, we had a cadre, Berman's Chop House. So all of the great places had phenomenal staff, and they never left. Mm-hmm. And the waiters, you knew them from the day you were a kid until you brought your own kids there. The question will be, will it be the same for that next generation? You know, Peter, it's a good thing you brought that up because let's talk about and people like to hear the word millennials, okay? And this is not every millennial. It's not the average millennial. But as the studies show, and we've been deep in studies for the last two and a half years as we're ready, we're launching new radio media because we had to look at it because originally online broadcasting mm-hmm. was for the millennials and the youngsters. But right. that age group is getting up and up and up and up and up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you talk about spending habits – they don't need to own a house. They don't need to own a car because they'll live in a downtown area, pay a lot more money for rent. Mm-hmm. But they enjoy their restaurants. And they are spending a absorbent amount of money to be seen and have fancy restaurants. Now, that's not everyone. And no, I, mean, I was going to say because the millennials at a everyone. certain point hit a magic age and they say, hmm, should I have an associate partner? Should I have a partner? Should I have children? Should I grow my family? And and so it's not everyone, Peter. But okay. the fact is, it's a, it's a thing about hey restaurants. It's the survival of the fittest, and and I believe that everything will uh, shake out. Okay. Um, once again, fast food workers. The average wage will be thirteen to fifteen dollars, and it's happening right now. If you want service now, Peter, do you know in Pontiac, what do you want to talk about? Oh, the clock, the clock. Wait a second. Wait the time again. You got twelve seconds. All right, we're gonna have seconds. we're gonna have an attorney Scott Weinberg on the other side. Uh, half hour, Scott. Uh, we're gonna take a little break here. I'm glad you're listening to Talking Biz right here on New Radio Media. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. For unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content, welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. 
what you're eating, what you're thinking, and how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back, and we're on Talking Biz on New Radio Media on a lovely Saturday morning. Peter, Beautiful the Saturday first hour morning. flew by. Yes, we have a did. special guest in the uh, audience in the studio right now. Hey, Scott Weinberg, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you, How are you doing? I'm going to put those on the ground. I got yeah, put the headphones on the ground there. Yeah, Scott, thank you for coming this morning. Me. You know, Scott, I, I read your, uh, your bio, read your experience, and you have a lot, a lot of history in broadcasting. I, uh, you know, I've had some media experience. Okay, oh, came media. from a media little media. Media, that's yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, let's let's talk about your beginnings. Now, you're a lawyer. I am. And uh, what area did you grow up? Where are you from originally? A lot more than a lawyer. I'm a okay. dad. You're and a, a dad. Well, we'll too. talk about that. Let's talk about where 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 were you born? What area? Where, let's talk so about I'm, you. So I'm I'm from the uh, the Michigan area. I'm, okay. I grew up in uh, Bloomfield. Went to uh, low school. Went to Cranbrook growing okay. up, and uh, grew up. Uh, Grew up in the area of, uh, you know, that North uh, Bloomfield Township, and ended up going to uh, Michigan for uh, for uh, undergraduate, and I was a economics major. You know, it's funny. I was just talking to someone at uh, about business school, yeah. And the reason why I didn't end up going to business school is because I couldn't get in. Really? So economics was the uh, closest thing ah. to business for me. You know, they talk about how hard it is to uh, to go through a school and not really know what it is, but. Uh, but economics uh, worked well for me, and uh, then ended up going to uh, to law school in Chicago. So law school in Chicago, learned business. Uh, I did, so I you did. came back, and you said you're a married man. How long have you been married? You know, we just celebrated our thirtieth year, and we uh, just renewed. We renewed our vows recently, so that wow. was a that was a nice little uh, nice little event we had. Thirty years, and how many? Now, did children? you get more gifts when you renew those vows? I got I mean, no gifts, but uh, but my but my wife did. <laughs> she, she hey, if you nice like, gift. if you'd like to give Scott a gift, <laughs> give, give us a call at eight four four nine 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 Biz. And and Scott's feeling bad; he didn't get anything for his anniversary. That's Scott, right. if we know, we would have brought you a gift. Well, okay? I got my wife and my two kids and a son-in-law, so that's a good enough. All right, two children. How old are the children? So my daughter is uh, she's in her twenties. She's married, and uh, she also she's a Sparty. Actually, she went to Sparty, which is you know unfortunate, but. Okay. Uh, my money went to Sparty. I used okay, to okay. write my. Well, then you don't want to even talk to me. Well, I went, <laughs> I'm a Buckeye. Hey, well, then I <laughs> I'm going to sell right here. That's yeah. a way to welcome guests, Peter. I yeah. know. Gotta talk again. Okay. Okay. You know, this the Ohio State University. As my mom would say, this conversation's at an end. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she went there and she had a great degree. And uh, they would. I, my my uh, phrase there is that I used to write my uh, tuition checks and my U of alumni checks. But they cashed them anyway. They didn't. Yeah, that's right. They did them. And then she got a uh, graduate degree and a uh, master's in uh, public administration uh, from a real school. She went to Michigan for her master's, so that's good. And then, uh, and my son is actually uh, he's a junior at uh, Michigan now. He's Great. A, uh, Very nice. So what's he want to be? Well, he's a he's at a securitist route. He actually is a singer. So he is a, a beautiful classical singing voice. He went to a local school here. Went to Roper and. Uh, then he uh, he went to Oakland University for a musical theater, and uh, decided you know what he just liked to sing. He didn't want to go on cruise ships or try to go to uh, to Broadway, and so he ended up switching and transferring to U of M. And now he's a mathematical, computer science, and physics major, and was thinking about going into uh, some type of uh, 
astrophysics. So wow. he, he thinks on both sides of his brain, as they say. That's so great. as I looked at your, your experience and your expertise, a lot mm. of business background. You know, so when I actually graduated uh, Michigan, I started a little business that, that didn't go very well, uh, didn't go very far. It was uh, a little time, uh, a little divergent time at the, at, at the moment. It was uh, before its time. We were actually doing uh, computer scans to try and get individuals who wanted to get jobs uh, locally here, but uh, to be able to work in a tech uh, environment. And the U of M wasn't bringing these uh, small to medium-sized uh, companies to be basically career fairs. So we tried to put the, uh, a networking together for these uh, small to medium-sized tech companies to uh, be able to come, and it didn't work out. You it was a little, a little early, before our time. But you were yeah. early. I it mean, is. you were an early adapter of that stuff. It is. And then so uh, we had, I ended up going to law school and met my wife in law school, and then we, uh, both my wife and I went to uh, University of Detroit, had a London law program. So we did our second year of law school in mm-hmm. London. Had a great time. Got engaged over there in, in Austria and then came back, finished up at U of D, and then moved back to Chicago. But uh, that's where we started. Uh, she practiced law, and then I, uh, I joined a uh, firm. But at night, I was a trader at the Board of Trade. Yeah, I see so that. I, uh, Chicago Board of Trade. And then, so and then also, people don't realize that U of D has the, the largest percentage of people to pass the bar the first time around. I actually didn't know that. Yes, yep. I do a lot of work thankfully, at UFD. Thankfully, I was one of them. <laughs> okay, no, the because I'm not sure I would have had the guts to take it again. But <laughs> yeah, they I have the, the largest percentage. So, you know, so as we go on, Scott, and and I see your business background, Chicago Board of Trade. Um, you got into law. Did you all? You're in criminal now, right? Well, I didn't start off in there. That's so what I, I ask you. I, want to I go there. was uh, I was a trader for a little while, and then mm-hmm. I uh, a friend of mine was starting a was. Thinking of running for uh, office here, he was a prosecutor back in uh, Macomb, a guy named Carl Merlinga. Yeah. So I came back and uh, I was going to help him run for uh, uh, for governor here, but he decided not to run for governor. And then, uh, so I became a uh, prosecutor in Macomb for a number of years. And with Stevie Kaplan. With Stevie, was a great guy. He was a great lawyer, and uh, now our uh, uh, West Bloomfield Township supervisor. Uh, supervisor. I He's see a great him guy. once a week. Yes. Well, he'll tell you a little joke. That's for okay. sure. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. You know what? Don't you know his favorite joke is. You know, Scott, you're my second best friend. <laughs> That's okay? right. You know what? And Everyone no. else is my first. <laughs> That's, right. That's his it's favorite the same joke. suit I wore the first day I bought it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I see him. Matter of fact, we were involved in the race, or I was involved in the race right. uh, that changed a few things around West Bloomfield. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, he was uh, he was Oakland County prosecutor for about a minute. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And yes, then they recounted was. He was Troy. having the party. That's right. Well, it's it, he would have been a great prosecutor too. All right. So you started not as criminal, but you started laws. What what part of law? Well, I so I did practice. Uh, I did practice uh, criminal law as a prosecutor. Okay. And uh, I was uh, actually in the sex crimes uh, unit, so I ended up prosecuting a lot of um, individuals accused of uh, of sexual assault on kids and on uh, on people basically that couldn't protect themselves, people that were in. Um, doctors, uh, offices that were being abused by their doctors or teachers abusing their students. And, in fact, my last case as a prosecutor, I prosecuted a psychologist who was having sex with his patient. And uh, it was one of those uh, national cases. Uh, We had some local counsel here. Figer was the civil attorney suing for the uh, malpractice insurance. A guy named Bill Buffalino, who is a criminal attorney on the east side, was the defense attorney. And uh, Court TV was one of the uh, uh, covered it nationally. It's one of those national uh, uh, TV cases, and we had a we had a very interesting trial. Did you leave work exhausted, mentally exhausted during those cases? Was it draining? So those uh, 
when I was a lot younger. Okay. So I had a lot more energy, <laughs> I think. Yeah. But you know, those kind of cases when you have uh, victims that really are depending you, on you mm-hmm. as a uh, as a prosecutor, um, you have a lot of meaning. You have right. a lot you of definitely do purpose, as Stevie Kaplan would tell you. Right, and and from the law enforcement side too. Yeah. And so, you know, you have a, uh, you're a representative, not just officially of the people, but you're really representing the individual victims in the case. And uh, it brings a lot of um, truth to what you do. And when that was over, uh, I, uh, I ended up uh, leaving and going to work for Bill Buffalino. So right. I worked for Bill for many years, and we also had a criminal practice right. on the side. And I stayed on as a uh, court TV commentator uh, in New York. So we had, a, we had a blast going back and forth uh, Going back and forth to New York and covering a lot of cases. Weinberg on the law. Yep. Well, so that's really that. Or that was born out time of live. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that was born out of uh, working with Court TV for many mm-hmm. years, and uh, I would have stayed with Court TV, but they, uh, guy named uh, Steve Brill, bought it and moved it to uh, True TV. Moved it to Atlanta. No. I didn't want to go to Atlanta, but uh, but that's what we really started doing. Uh, we started having some uh, uh, law radio shows, some Legal mm-hmm. Minute um, uh, programming. And then um, you know it was really a, a talk, a talk format on the radio, and we had some uh, community uh, service, good community uh, television in uh, in Bloomfield on that too. So uh, so I've enjoyed that. So it's been good. You know, with what he's sharing with us right now, like new radio media, this is you know again another opportunity for our listeners to join in uh, through our Google app, and of course, uh, if you want to go to the Apple Store, you may do that to download us and. You know, check us out and to see exactly what Steve Weinberg's talking about here and to be part of that next generation of digital platforming. So let's let's talk about and that's a good intro. Scott, in 2014, you were a co-founder of a new company. Well, I did. So what happened was over the last uh, several years, I've represented, uh, quite frankly, thousands of individuals here in uh, Michigan um, and il- throughout Illinois. I'm an uh, Illinois lawyer, too. Um, and they... Uh, uh, so many have uh, substance use and abuse issues, mental health issues, and while they're on probation. So I had, unfortunately, um, several clients that uh, overdosed and died while they were on uh, a probationary status. And it really got me involved with a number of other people, some court administrators and judges and probation officers, to look at where the disconnect is from people that you might know that might be on some supervision on court or you know, some type of involvement with the court that they feel overwhelmed and they might have some mental health or substance use issues. And so what we did was we put together a program to try and solve the pain of individuals that are on probation, if nothing else, to keep them alive. So we give them better management tools while they're on this supervision with the court. And we came up with a, uh, a, a software uh, program that uh, that now I run. And um, it basically is, uh, it allows individuals to uh, be supervised by the courts uh, through our uh, application, our web-based app, and it really uh, helps them manage their terms of probation. Is it like a real-time type uh, it is. format? So, so it's very similar to a patient portal. So okay. you might, uh, it's a cloud-based program that, um, just like your patient portal, you go to your doctor, you go get x-rays at a different doctor, you might go and you might get uh, some type of specials you referred to, and they can all upload it into your access with your portal. And that's what we've done with the probation and supervision program for the courts. We basically made them be able to manage their terms of probation with their defendants, but with a complete connection. So now you don't have to wait in time to be able to get the paper facts to see if you've got to actually a drug 
um, that uh, you're positive for so the probation officer can get a better handle on it. How long did it take you to develop the program? I mean, you guys so we did a lot of research. Okay. We interviewed a lot of judges. We interviewed a lot of clients, uh, hundreds of clients over that period of time, a lot of court administrators and uh, probation officers um, to really get a case management system that worked well. So it took uh, two years for the uh, software development, and now we're uh, alive in a number of courts, and so it's, it's working well. Locally or nationally, where are you live at? Well, now we're just, our pilot courts are here in, in Metro Detroit. Okay. Uh, we're in, uh, uh, in several different uh, in locations in district courts. And, uh, but of course, we want to take it nationally. Right, right. Um, but every jurisdiction is different. So you have different uh, operations. You might have friends that might have a problem in California. So their supervision programs in a court there might be handled differently than, uh, than in Michigan. So every, every governmental type office, any, any management that a government is uh, performing over you as an individual, really it goes state by state. So, so you've got to tweak it. the website and conform it to each, to each state and each court but system. You know, in no. the beginning, um, because this was a unique formula being presented to them, what was the immediate pushback? So, you know, in any kind of business, you get um, uh, early adopters, and it's a divergent uh, technology. So, you know, it's doing things differently. Instead of having uh, um, the faxes or emails going out from a probation officer regarding a defendant to his local therapist or to a drug testing or to an um, uh, education program to be able to uh, have the uh, defendant look in that, you know, now it's going electronically through our uh, program. And then the individuals, just like in a patient portal, it's the divergent technology that doctors felt when they're having the electronic health record so that they have to keep the records of every uh, patient instead of in that folder that we always saw. Now they're doing it electronically. So, so this divergent technology really has to be adopted by these courts. What is the cost and who pays for it? So our uh, model right now is that it's all uh, offender paid. So these defendants, we try to keep down the uh, supervision fee. Most of them have a lot of expenses, a lot of things going on with the courts. So we made a very low subscription fee that they're ordered to pay as part of their, uh, as part of their court uh, process. The so, court finds a cost. So let's talk about the receiving of it. The, the court, uh, the judges like this. Who, who's really enjoying this program? So what it really does is it allows the uh, defendants to be able to have better communication with their probation officers, that the judges can uh, supervise them, can communicate with them, can give them positive statements and positive outlooks. You know, you've had 30 days sobriety, good, good job, we're, we're pulling for you. Right. So it's really modeled that what in Michigan is called the treatment court program, where you have... Um, a team uh, of prosecutor or the judge and a defense attorney, a therapist, all there for the uh, – and a probation officer for the de defendant's benefit. But because in these courts you have so many uh, defendants that uh, can't – it's, it's, it's impossible to take the time that you would need in a treatment court for all those individuals. So we've fashioned that team approach for the rest of their probation population. And, uh, and it's been good. So it's, uh, you know, we're bringing it across the, uh, across the state, and it's being adopted. You know, we're at, uh, at a point where now we're having so much inquiry with these courts, it's hard to keep up with the, uh, keep up with the demand for it. But, you know, we're expanding. I was saying my, uh, so my daughter helped found the company, too. She actually worked for uh, J.P. Morgan for several, uh, for some time managing their community service programs um, and their big investment into Detroit, and so we stole her away. And now she uh, represents our company with these courts. I want to ask you a little more about the business itself. Sure. How many people are working the business? 
Well, we have six employees. Wow. We have uh, seven courts that uh, that are uh, now in the last. So we just went live uh, six months ago. So uh, we're expanding it that way. Amazing. So what percentage of time do you spend in the law practice, and what percentage do you spend in this business? So uh, it's very similar because uh, my practice uh, has brought me to the contacts with a lot of the uh, courts that uh, I think uh, can benefit from this uh, program. But I still practice criminal law in the in the area, and uh, you know, still have active cases, which keep me busy. I'm going to dig down a little further into the business, if you don't mind. Sure. So self-funded investors, partners, how did you start this? Well, it's an uh, angel uh, investment. Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're uh, subsidized through, uh, through some private parties. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we'll hopefully be able to uh, attract uh, some natural attention. And then uh, as we expand it, to be able to, uh, to uh, grow financially, too. So how do people find out about this? Do you have salespeople out? Do you have people going out to the court systems? How are the courts finding about this? So it's, uh, we, we have a local uh, sales team that uh, deals with the uh, courts. They're actually finding us, we're not the truth, mm-hmm. because it's a, uh, it's a new type of uh, experience that um, they're all interested in. They're all interested in trying to be more efficient, trying to uh, be less paper-oriented. You know, in this state, we have a big push for technology and uh, uh, involvement, but also for our government to be able to be uh, more electronic, more efficient without this the paper that you have in front of you. And it, uh, it, it is uh, very attractive for courts that are uh, wanting to be um, uh, new. The ones that actually don't want to change, just like any other business, it's a harder uh, process to get them understanding where it can be much more of an efficient process. Well, you know, Steve, we really appreciate you joining us today at New Radio Media, you know, and sharing that, you know, over your history as being a lawyer, mm-hmm. you know, base, and then moving forward and finding that comfort zone, shall we say, for the community. We appreciate it. And we're going to talk more about this, but we're going to take a break. We're going to come back on the other side of our little break and want to just let everybody know you're joining the Steve Weinberg with us here in the studio. Scott. Scott Wein, I do apologize. It's okay. My mom calls me Steve sometimes. She does. (laughs) New Radio Media. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. For unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content, welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. 
community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back to Talking Biz on New Radio Media. We're in the conversation with Scott Weinberg. Scott, good morning again. Good morning. You know, we talked about Scott a little earlier. Scott, you're a lawyer and more than a lawyer, I'm going to call you. You're an innovator. You're an innovator. And we were talking about, we're going to continue to talk about CourtWorks, uh, if people caught us before the break. Uh, it's a great system to keep a track of uh, people that are involved in the court system. Yeah, what it really does is it allows the, um, the supervising stakeholders, judges, probation officers, to have uh, better management tools than they have now, which is basically they um, they have all good meaning. They have all good uh, well wishes for the defendant. We all try to, whenever we have family members that might have had problems or, you know, our loved ones, we always want them to um, uh, learn from their mistakes, and we want them to make better choices. And what happens with these judges and probation officers, they are uh, traditionally trying to do a good work, but sometimes they're dealing with, individuals that have poor management skills. And so what we try to do is give the defendant more of that connection with the, with the probation officer and judge. Do we well, bring the, just real quickly, do we bring the whole family in, though, when we do it, or are we just dealing with the defendant independently? You know, that's a really good question. Because in this treatment court programs that they have, they really try to get the family members to help. You know, you have treatment court can include veterans, let's say. So you have someone that served our country, you have someone that uh, comes home and they have post-traumatic stress and they have uh, addictions to other types of drugs or opiates after they come back. And then uh, they get in trouble. And so now they're in the court system. And what you really need to do is involve the rest of their family to try and have that approach to help them. But in court works, you know, many times you have individuals that um, are not a part of that treatment court program because it's just too many people to fit into that. So we try to have that approach. So we give the defendant those tools that they can actually have outside resources, their, um, you know, the therapist to be involved, their uh, education program. So if they want to get community uh, education, they want to get a GED, they have access yeah. to be able to have that. You know, it blows me away. And, and once I learned more about the program, and I read up on it a little before you came here, but listening to you and, and, and being in courts, you know, a lot of attorneys and a lot of judges, um, helped a lot of races, look at that stuff. What I like about this is the personal touch. When you said the judges reach out to these people, these individuals, and I got to believe that it's really going to help the probation period, the process, to get someone through the process and, and have less repeat offenders. Well, that's really true. I mean, one of the issues about trying to help individuals through a tough time that they've most of the time created for themselves. You know, I've represented many people that, you know, they're all they're good people. They make... Uh, bad choices. And what we want to do is make those individuals that made bad choices um, at least allow them to recover, allow them to have the tools to recover. You know, so much of what we do in our legal community is we, as lawyers, we represent people that, um, that need help. But quite frankly, we have one very myopic focus on what help they need. And what we really need to do is we need to focus on many things that we as lawyers don't, which is 
the social work attitude of it. You know, criminal lawyers, we are social workers in a lot of the ways. So many people have societal issues and community um, involvement issues that we don't address because we think the family would address them. But sometimes that's where the the problem starts is within so, the family. So, so they need therapy. So talking about the judges, talking about the family, talking about the prosecutors and everybody else, how often do you go out into the community and try to collectively bring them all together, i.e. the seminar formula or whatever, um, to share that conversation that it's a partnership and it's not a we-they? Well, I would say that it's difficult. As a, as a criminal defense attorney, it's difficult to um, involve the social aspects of what you want to do with what you're hired to do, as a, at least as a retained attorney, what you're hired to do for that one individual defendant who really wants to get through this uh, as quick as possible with as least amount of well, damage no. as possible. Oh, I understand the the one-on-one respect right. um, of that. You have a client, and you respect the client. But I'm going beyond that. Your company now has shared a number of cases. Um, you've now got a track record going so that if the community involvement really understood not only you know the basic monitoring and what we do, but we as a community, the old expression was the community raises the child. Mm-hmm. Now the community has to raise the challenge defendant in, yeah. a, in a very unique way. Yeah, it takes a village, right? Yes, yeah. it does. You know, it, it takes a village, but what I'm listening here, Scott, and, and once again, you, you know, when I hear criminal attorneys, you're a deeper criminal attorney. Yeah, I, I know a lot of them. It sounds like mm-hmm. you care. I'm not saying that a lot don't, okay? Yeah. There's a lot out there say, hey, give me the money for the trial, do this, this, this. But you're looking for the solution. And, and that's really unique. I mean, hats off to you for that. You're looking for the solution and bringing it into a deep program. And, and it's, it's exciting because going to court, looking at people, normally the judge is the enemy. The judge is the enemy. And that's why repeat offenders, they, they almost violate because they're angry at the court system. Yeah. And they get there. But what you're, with your program, you really build that village and you build that pat on the back. Good boy, good that a boy. That's great because some people get into trouble whether it's they're having psychological problems, whether it's a drunk driving case that they're drinking for a reason, and no one really wants to fix the problem. Well, that's really true, and I appreciate you saying that because I really try to take time with each defendant. And you know what? Sometimes it's hard. It's like a doctor that, you know, you have a doctor that really tries to uh, to be there for each individual patient, and he's got 12 in the waiting room, and it can be difficult. The doctors are running a business. They have staff that they have to pay, and, you know, it's – it's the combination of uh, just like running a radio station. It's it's taking care of your guests, taking care of uh, the operations, but also being able to uh, to do what the business needs to take care of. So people don't realize that whenever you're standing there in court with someone who's looking at you to save their record, keep their freedom so that they don't go to jail, a lot of what you're doing as a criminal lawyer is trying to do what you feel is best, but sometimes the defendant doesn't know it. His, his interest that, is to get off probation. Have you ever felt you have to walk away from a case? Sure. There's definitely, just like a doctor wanting, uh, not being able to treat a patient, um, you have to walk away sometimes. Most of those times are you can't communicate with your client and the benefit that you want to provide, you know, he's not listening. You can only you can only teach someone or help them if they're willing to listen. You know, Scott, it's an amazing program. If people want to get a hold of you, how do they reach you and how do they learn more about uh, CourtWorks? 
Well, CourtWorks uh, is it's it's for the court program, so it's a business to business operation. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, they go to courtworks.com, and we have a lot of resources that they can use, and uh, they can uh, get a hold of us. Very good. I mean, I'm I mean, really amazed so at this program. So let's go back in time now. I'm going to have a lot of fun because I always love to do this with a guest. When you were growing up, what did you want to do? You know, you were in high school. What did you want to do? Well, I actually, I like dancing. So I was a uh, arts, I was an actor. I was a local place around here. I don't remember Willoway oh, repertory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely so do. I was a Willoway guy uh, for okay. most of my childhood. Wow. And uh, so I, I always wanted to be an actor. And my mom looked at that, and whether it was for my skill set <laughs> or whether because she wanted me to uh, uh, have more of an advanced career, she uh, cut that out. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Audrey. That's my mom. <laughs> but uh, so she, then uh, I stopped that and ended up going into sports. But uh, but uh, that's what I wanted to be when I was a kid. I wanted to be an actor. Actor. Wow. Okay. You know, that's a little different, you know, because because they but the acting skills in court give you that well, not only that, but the social interaction that you need in everyday life. Well, it's true. So I mean there's a lot of uh social service skills and be able to communicate uh actors have. Of course there's a lot of other problems that uh we have as actors, right? Including getting jobs. But well, well, we talked about we talked about, we talked about wait staff earlier. We, 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 <laughs> we talked about wait so staff earlier. So here's <laughs> we were talking about the restaurant market in Detroit. Who, what's your favorite restaurant? Well, I can give you by uh, by restaurant type. Okay, okay. type is good. Type is good. Okay. You know, my favorite deli. I like Ember's Deli. Ember's. I grew up going to Ember's, Ember's Deli. Yes, okay. okay. I love Ember's Deli. It's Lasher uh, and Maple. I always went there and. Our uh, favorite Italian restaurant is uh, Spazitos. Okay. Right. Spazitos. Right. Spazitos is good. And that's good. my daughter's and my favorite restaurant okay. where we have celebrations there. And so I like a little local local places around. Important. What's your favorite Chinese restaurant? You know, there I have never had other than I guess you know we used to go did to. Did you a do place. a Sunday night Chinese food? Did you do that in your nah. family? So growing up, my dad was a dentist. Uh, okay. Growing up in uh, in Southfield. Okay. And he had a, a property right next to a uh, Wing Hong. So oh, okay. Wing was a, a, a buddy of my dad's, and so we would go to uh, there every Sunday, and I would order a hamburger. That's my. It's funny. That's I, did I, that grew, I grew up there. I grew up there. They just celebrated their 50th anniversary. Yeah. Wow. Well, my and dad, the seats are still the same. My yeah. dad had talked him into going to, I remember they went on Orchard Lake Road, <laughs> and uh, that didn't work out too no. well. Was your no. dad's office between Southfield and Evergreen? It was. Yeah. I remember the office. It was. Washington my, Square office. Because my dad's right. building was 18711 oh, West right. 10 Mile. Yeah. Right near your dad's office. Yeah, my yeah, dad. Uh, my dad had those uh, with a guy named Sid Shane. He had. Mm. Uh, I remember Sidney Shane. That was my dad's partner. For they years. built the buildings. They did. They built my dad's building. Is that right? I remember it. See how, I do remember see how simple that. this gets to be. Boy, it's right. back in the you know, neighborhood. I remember see, I, see that the building. Neighborhood of yeah. Oh, eighteen seventy eleven. The early part of life. Well, well, yeah, it was well, a three. Well, bu- it was a three building complex. It was. It was the medical center, and then those shaker shaker. Right. They had the medical center one way, and then they had the three buildings. They had two sister buildings and a big building in the center. Yeah. I was going to Golden Mushroom across the street. It was great. I grew up there, and actually, I had an office in this middle building too. So wow. What a small world. Isn't it? Yeah. And that, that, now you drive down 10 Mile Road. It's also not getting to be another third world road. Potholes. Well, it's one building. It's Figer's building. It's the, it's the entire <laughs> side of the street. <laughs> He's got it. Anyways, you know what, Scott, I want to thank you for taking time out for coming here this Saturday morning. Well, to learn you about me. you, learn around uh, CourtWorks, an amazing program. Thank really, you. really. When and I first heard about it, I didn't understand but it. But in 10 seconds, what's it like working with your daughter? It's wonderful. I love it. That is hey, nice. It's great.
Hi, she Peter. keeps she keeps us in shape. That's she good. Does. Well, that's great. You know. So again, Scott, we want to thank you for joining us at New Radio Media, and to our listeners at New Radio Media. You know, don't forget that uh, you can find us on uh, the Google or, of course, the Apple apps. Download us, and uh, also at www.newradiomedia.com. So we're going to sit back, let Scott take another drink of his wonderful water that we donated to him, and we're going to be back on the other side. Thank you. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. For unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content, welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Uh, Peter, it's it's Saturday morning here, yeah, and, and, and I don't know where time flies. You know, uh, an amazing guest. It is. It, you know, Scott, and I do apologize because we know Steve Weinberg, and I yeah, know yeah, Scott yeah, Weinberg. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that, you know, when you go back and you start to talk about the beginning of life, you know, where you grew up and everything, that seven degrees gets closer than it's six degrees, and here you are. You know, your family was next door to his family. Two of his buildings. Two of the buildings. And, and, and Wing Kong Restaurant. And I'm glad you brought up buildings. Yeah. It's trivia time at New Radio Media. You're the trivia guy. The Give, trivia throw time. it on me, Peter. All right. You're ready. Okay. Throw it on me. The year that this property was completed was 1977. I was alive. Yes, you were. Okay. It is the tallest in downtown Detroit. Okay. What is it? That's the Renson. Okay. Now we'll go with... 1928. I wasn't born. 568 feet. Okay. What is the building? Fisher Building. Wrong. Penobscot Ooh. Building. Yes. Okay. So I'm close. Wait, okay. Wait, wait. 1926. Okay. okay. 475 feet. And I'll give you a hint on this one. It was Guardian home. Building. No, wait. Look. It was home of WKMH Radio. 
I know, K, I, I know KMA radio. Now WKMA Just came, my, you before, know came before WKNR. Keener 13. But Keener 13 was not there. What was The Standard it? Club was there. Standard Club. Well, I was unstandard, so I don't know. The book Cadillac. The book Cadillac. Being under, it's being renovated right now by Mr. Gilbert. Yes. Now we'll go Surprise. on. I'm going to give you another one. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. This building, I'm go- and you'll feel, you'll see my pattern. Oh, by the way, that last building was 475 feet. Okay. okay. Uh, the next one is 366 feet. This building was at 535 Griswold, still standing, and it had at one time a very unique restaurant. A very unique restaurant. Yeah. And the initials of the building would be BB. The Buell Building. Thank you. Okay. All right. We've already uh, you, covered you the covered uh, my buildings the book downtown. Tower, the book Cadillac. I'm going to move on. This building was at 719, still is, and it was called the Dime Building, and they changed its name. And this building stands at 325 feet. Chrysler Building. Thank you. And the last one I'll give you is located at 615 Griswold Street, mm-hmm. 275 feet. And named after a car company. Ford. Thank you. What are they? Uh, what is the interesting part about all this? They're buildings that were built downtown. Detroit's tallest buildings. Yes, yes. We had high rises, and they're coming again. Gilbert on the Hudson site will have the tallest building in Detroit, approximately ending in about three, four years from now. And uh, Peter, I understand you're going to try to have a penthouse suite there. Well, you know, um, or maybe the poorhouse suite. The poorhouse suite. <laughs> you buy the suite, you'll be the poorhouse suite. You know, building a house. Don't want to go like, there. I, I load a wheelbarrow once a week, I slam it into the foundation, mm-hmm. and I watch my money go into the pit. Hey, no, we're not going to bring I that. I, I hope your wife is not listening. It's a great movie, though, if you <laughs> haven't right. seen it. The Money Pit. We're so, just Peter, co-stars. I got a trivia question we're for co-stars. you. I got a trivia question for you. A trivia question? There's Paul a Michigan does. company yes. that gained the world's record last year. A Michigan company that gains gained the world's record for being the largest type of this company in the world. Very good. Uh, okay, he's thinking. Wait a minute. He's thinking. He's thinking. Gained yep. the largest company in yep. the world. Yep, yep. Gaining this type mm-hmm. of business. Uh, yep. In a category, it gained number one. Autonomous? Nope. Nope, nope, mm-hmm. nope, mm-hmm. nope. Not a any, 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 well, Let's open it. Anyone in the in the list in the studio here? Anyone working Repeat in the, the studio? Question. It gained a world's record. Yes. For the largest one of these. Large gained the world's record for largest one of these. Okay. Anyone? Yeah. Let's let's yeah. take on the mic. Let's go over there, Kelsey. What's going on? Is, you it, a, to, is it a car factory? Nothing to do no. with automotive. He killed me nope, on automotive. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope, yeah, nope. He killed me on the automotive. Okay. How about over here? I mean, car was my guess. I Nothing with cars. Really Jake, Jake's got no clue. Jake, what do <laughs> you got? No clue at all. I, I, Would I, it be I, an figure. incubator type of piece? No, 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 no. Okay. If I tell you clue number two, please. Okay, it's a food product. Oh, like, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, it's uh, a food product. Can like, I guess? Is it Cars Nuts? <laughs> no, 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 Cars no, Nuts. No, no. no, no. Like, Are you nuts? Uh, did did, no, Campbell's, uh, a little did bit, yeah. Campbell's buy them out? Nope. 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 You're talking about the salsa company? Yeah. No, Garden no, Fresh. No, no, I'll be with Jack next week. All right, so Jack it's not Garden Fresh. Nope. It's not Lay's nope. potato chips. It's nope. not potato nope. chips. Nope, nope, nope. Anyone guess? Is it a Vago soda? No, 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 no. Okay, so let me teach you folks a little lesson. Oh, now an education. In the world of pizza. 
Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Domino's. Domino's. Domino's, Domino's took, the, Pizza Hut. took the title From of Pizza the Hut. world's largest franchise chain of pizzas, From sneaking Pizza out Hut. the world's record holder for many years of Pizza Hut, which is owned by Yum Brands. Located in Plano, Texas. Okay, so so let's go. Yum Brands' yes. global sales last year was $12.03 billion. And they came in at $12.2. $12.2 billion. Yeah. Domino's Pizza. All right? Yep. Okay. Now. Who's number three? Well, I would say Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Who's number three? Little Caesars. Is it Little Caesars? Well, I'm I'm going with Little Caesars. Okay. Anyone else? You're going Pizza Hut. Well, Pizza Hut's number two. Caesars as well. Okay. Caesars. How about over here? Little Caesars. Um, I don't know. Hungry Howie's? No. No, there's there's (laughs) no one. I don't know. Is it Jets? No, no, no. So no, you're right. Little Caesars is number three. And do you know that Little Caesars has the highest average amount of unit sales without delivery? Number one average unit sales. Well, look at their sale. Look at, I mean, $5, $6. I mean. Pizzas are going up. Five bucks, five bucks, fucks. Right. While we're on this category, I want to ask the crew here again, what is your favorite pizza when you deliver or carry out? Let's go over here on the on the soundboard. Uh, well, recently... And I'm mostly biased. It's Marconi's Pizza. They've got two locations uh, right now. Rounder so like, Square. No, they do in Michigan. They're down in Ohio pretty big. Are they? They only have two locations. No, you're thinking of Marco's. Oh, Marco's. Okay. Yeah, no, Mar- Marconi's is the only. has boxes okay. of Marco's. So, 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 wait. So, Rounder Square. Uh, square. I always okay. prefer Square. And what do you like on your pizza? I like Hawaiian, so, so I like that's, chicken that's and bacon, ham, pineapple, ham and pineapple, ham and pineapple yeah. olives, if you anything had, If like you could that. only choose one item on your pizza, first of all, round or square, you said which, which way? Square. Square, and what would be the one item? One item, I'd probably do, can I do barbecue chicken rather than red sauce with my chicken? I'm not talking about the sauce, I'm talking no, about the No, I know, but toppings. I'm saying, yeah, I would choose chicken, want. but yeah, I would she's do barbecue chicken. chicken okay. already. We're confusing with facts again, folks. Okay. Chicken. Okay. Let's go to... Uh, no, no, so chicken. Okay, let's go to Kelsey. Kelsey. So, round or square? I prefer square pizzas. And what company? Nikki's out of Detroit. Nikki's, and if you had one topping, what would it be? Pepperoni. And if you had a loaded pizza, what would it be? Pepperoni. Boring. I love her. I love her. Boring. I love, boring I pizza. The... Peter, well, let's go to Jake, Jake first. Okay, yeah. Jake, Jake, and Jake the snake. What's uh, up? It has to be round. Round um, from where? From Primo's. Primo's, okay. It's um, old fashioned. Like butter Parmesan crust. It's okay. got to be pepperoni. If I got loaded, it would be. The meat, the meat lovers? And Peter, your favorite pizza? Well, I'm not even sure um, they're around anymore. But I, and when I grew up, I loved Rocky's Pizza on Seven Mile. The Rocky's had a great meal, too. And they had too. a round yeah. pepperoni, but they had the small pepperonis that were spicy. Mm-hmm. Not like today's, that they have no flavor to them. So round or square? Always round. And, and from what restaurant? Today, I'm going to Highland House. Highland House. Highland House on the 59. I'm going to be there tomorrow. Yes, you will. Uh, for um, me, but we like the Highland House pizza. It's very good. But talk about chains. Well, like chain. Let's go chains. Like Let's breads. talk about chains. Chains. Okay. Chain, chain, if you had chain. a chain pizza, which one would you do? Jets. Jets round or square? Well, I like Jets because Matthew worked there. Okay. Maybe round or square? Um, we did both. I mean, it's, uh, the round was good. Okay. But he used to make me a barbecue pizza. And what's the item? The chicken. He made me a barbecue pizza. So chicken was your best item? On that one. I'm going to say that if it's any item. Wait, any, wait a minute. Wait then, a minute. Wait a minute. You've been asking everybody. Yes, me. Paul Benzman. I was going to answer. At NewRadioMedia.com. What is your <laughs> favorite pizza location? So on, location. Chain, on chains, it is Jets, Square. And the topping, please. Single topping. Single topping. Single topping. But it's got to be a combination. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, single, single You asked everybody in this room. Italian eight. sausage. 
But you want to hear my favorite pizza? Wait a minute. Italian sausage versus sausage? Yeah, Italian. And if it wasn't? I got to go to a different country? <laughs> Polish gonna... sausage? I don't know. I'm part <laughs> Polish. You know, it's, it's this. So I've got two different favorite pizza combinations. You want to hear? Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. The first one is Italian sausage, mushroom, and green olives. That's fine. I can okay? go with that. I like that. And instead of Italian sausage, Jets sausage. uses- It's called the sausage. 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 So they got meatballs. Jets uses half of meatballs. So meatballs, mushroom, and green olives. The green olives give a taste yeah. of almost like anchovy salty, No, but it's great. No, I'm going to give you a real um, kicker one. You know who's got actually got a, a, a good pizza and it's so wacky for $9.99? Who? Costco. Costco. The Supreme. The Costco Supreme. I got to tell you. <laughs> they, does that name after not, the Supremes? Yes. They sing it while they deliver it. Stop in the name of pizza. Pay the bill. Before you break my heart. But I got to tell you. Keep my day job. Ah, uh, yes, you. That would yeah. be a great <laughs> idea. But there, you know, you can't Kelsey, you can it. join in and sing that next time, okay? She's got a voice. You know. So that's our pizza wars. Um, You know what, Peter? I, I got to tell you something. You got I, some I, other I, things I, on the agenda? I, I think I lost it before. And I you don't did. Know if I did this you or did. Not. And it's <laughs> Memory, not. The show's so long. I don't know if I remember things or I don't remember things anymore. But you know, Peter. Yes. They're flying. They're flying inside in Pontiac. Yes, they are. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I they're do. flying inside in Pontiac, in the ultimate soccer space right. in Pontiac. They're doing radio control planes. So the sports fans of radio control who don't normally fly in the winter because of wind conditions right. and cold conditions are now flying indoors. So now the indoor sports, also drone racing and all the other things. Did you want to tell them where it's located? Well, it's it's in Ultimate Soccer in Pontiac. That's right. all I can tell you. The hours are, uh, they're doing it uh, on Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And they start in November, and they're going to go to April. A single flying session costs $10 for 25 season passes. Is available. Oh, 25 passes for $110. There you go. That's a bargain. Well, there i got to go, go buy a radio control plane so I can fly it inside. Um, but it's amazing, and once again, more things to do inside. Uh, but it's an expensive sport. You well, know what a crash I, I, can cost you? Have you been to, and I'm serious here for a minute, down in the Southgate area. You're only area. serious for a minute. Well, only for 30 <laughs> seconds. <I've laughs> okay. Down in Southgate area, the Trenton mm-hmm. Southgate area, mm-hmm. they have remote con- the uh, radio-controlled airfield down mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And um, off Allen Road, I think it is, Allen near King. And uh, you will watch them on a weekend, and it's, like, unbelievable. And if you watch movies, a lot of the movies are utilizing radio-controlled aircraft for the filming. So what can a crash cost someone when they destroy a plane? About four to 5000 They say one to two. Depending um, on the type of aircraft, how it was made, uh, yep. uh, the age of the aircraft, yeah. things like that. Wow. I mean, it, it's, it's big dollars. So I think we should send a crew out there and— Watch them film flying inside. I think it'd be great. I think I, it'd be I great to bring it into the crew the out there. I don't think we can fly in the studio, Peter. It's a little small. Take off from there to there. We can do drones. Uh, we'll be we'll be just, we'll do an indoor drone, drone studio. But it's this. it's amazing. Hey, Peter, um, got a text. Another text from a, another friend on tires. And, on tires. And well, first of all, he sold his Lamborghini because he cannot drive it anywhere in Michigan. Well, we okay. He, he, this is a true story. Yeah, She's well. laughing. She's laughing. He is a doctor, uh, has a car collection, and every time he took his Lamborghini out down the driveway, he'd pull it back in. Well, at least he got it out of the garage. <laughs> and, and he I had mean, to. Yeah, that's, a, that's a start. But one winter, his total was 
$12,200 in damage on rims and tires. Well, this is not the market, and, I, and you know, it'll be nice when it gets nice out and they can pave roads or, re, you know, um, mill some roads down and just cap them for now temporarily. But this is not the time to have a low-riding vehicle anywhere in Michigan. It's that simple. So, you know what, Peter? we got to take a break in a minute. Well, we're going to take a break. And I know you're looking around, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to invite everybody to go to Mm www.newradiomedia.com. Join us there. And on behalf of Paul Benzman here at uh, at our wonderful little spot here, I'm Peter Perlman called Talking Biz. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Peter, I don't know where the time flies. You know, we're, we're back here this morning. We've had a great show. Uh, you know, Scott Weinberg early on. Uh, we talked about a lot of things. We we did our pizza survey. Yes, we did. We gave away a gift certificate yes. to Bushes early on. Thank you for the and, photos and, again. And once again, our our apps are being downloaded at a pretty good pace. I would um, say they're going yeah, at go a great to the pace. Google and Apple Store at NRM Streams. It's a free app. Or go to our website right. www.newradiomedia.com. You can email us all week at info at newradiomedia.com. And, Peter, you know what? It's amazing every week here because we do it on the bookends on Saturday and Saturday. But what's going on here at New Radio Media? Well, I don't know, but um, I know this much. I've got another studio down the hall, We, we highly have a, active. We have a three-camera studio yes, down there, like do. a regular TV studio and down there. And we have more space that we're picking up. Plus, you know, very shortly we're going to shock a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people, when we say, we're proud to announce our 10th studio opening. Well, and it's not just that. You know, this week we, we, we had a uh, – it's not signed yet. Yeah, I know. But we are signing something with a local chain around here to do something very unique. 
Uh, we also are looking to acquire a couple other companies. But the talent that is coming here keeps blowing me away. Right, now, so on air and now. on off air. Well, we got the greatest so, staff here So first. we can announce officially that Bill McAllister and his bride yes. will be starting next month. And they'll have a morning show Monday through Friday, 8 to 10. We have also another pair of radio people that were famous. The contract not signed, but we'll follow Bill from 10 to 11. We have some people from major TV stations, from all of them joining us. You notice the grin on his face. You know, but, but we, you didn't, know, we didn't design wait, wait, this, this, Peter. This Peter. Paul, wait, this. And, and we have major, exciting... Well. Oh, don't compare, don't compare me to him. <laughs> the bottom line is, is you're shame. I used to like you, <laughs> you know, Peter. But you know, we conceived this about two and a half years ago we in your office. We, we talked, we and, and and we looked at this. But you know, we have people behind the scenes coming in, phenomenal and, and, and coming here. You know, look at a digital platform, and this is the way I describe it. And I've got nothing against TV, radio, newspaper. No, no, they all we, take we their thank, place. We thank them all for being the forerunner to allow us. To be the next generation of what's necessary. So, thank you. And so what happens is you have TV getting into digital. You have radio getting into digital. You have TV getting into digital. We're the first one that started a total digital platform. Correct. And and by doing that, our infrastructure costs are much less. And by the way, I want you to know, I have been promoting us as a digital platform company. That's good. I wrote it on my hand because you won't let me use paper anymore. I put them on the back of your underwear. You told me no more paper, so I had to actually. No, I'm a paper guy. I'm a paper guy. I'm sorry. No, you didn't hear it from me. I got to tell you, I go to these meetings, and they all say, we're going paperless. And I said, the restrooms? That's the problem, or they tell you use both sides. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> but, but, but so back to what's going on yeah, here. Yeah, seriously. We were on the road. Right. Uh, we filmed our first series on the road this mm-hmm. week uh, with another anchor, another Correct. reporter from one of the stations. Um, and behind the scenes, it's amazing what's coming through the door. Oh, um, people, the support staff, what's happening. Uh, coming up in March, we have a special launch uh, coming up. You will see us all around town. Okay? So I'm going to give you a little hint. You'll see us all around town. Right. So and look for those famous logos. The logos, uh, the shows being announced. Uh, once again, uh, this is going to be built around the community. We're hyper-local. So there's people out there, whether it's professionals like Scott, right? whether it's doctors, whether it's anyone with a talent or something, everyone wants to be a star. Now, new radio media is being developed to be local because people are feeling they're not getting the local content anymore when they pick up a newspaper, when they watch TV, especially when they listen to radio, when there's no personalities. We're hyper-local. And building the model of hyper-local is very interesting. We're already in talks with six other cities to do the same thing we're doing here. So it's truly amazing. Uh, my calls this week are taking me to Dubai. Well, I'm going to let you know right now yeah. that our show on March the 10th, I will be broadcasting from Paris, France. While you're there, can you find us someone who wants to buy the license? I can do that. And then the following— Trudeau, it's true. You know, then, that's Canada. And Trudeau, then on the huh? 17th, you know, that's a big—that March 17th is a very big day. Is I just need to know that the studio's going green. Irish. Irish. We might be doing a program. Irish. From downtown. Well, I'll be broadcasting somewhere, either from Geneva, Switzerland, 
um, back to the United States. Speaking <clears throat> of Geneva, yeah, no, you no, seem to no, go there every year, no, and I ask minute. for a watch. No, I know, and I go to Brussels, but I brought you back a sprout. Yeah, what a, a what a friend. I brought you and, a sprout. And then I found out on cameras he bought it at Meyers on the way. We didn't bring Brussels you, sprout from you Brussels. Wanted, you but he wanted, did get a mug. I got mugged. Oh, you, no, you got mugged from Austria. I got mugged from Austria. He brought Austria. me a little mug. I, I too big little, mug. Big spender, big right? <laughs> but I've asked him every year when he goes to Geneva, please bring me back a Swiss watch. Yeah. Now, okay? it's just so everybody. Now, wait. Had... You guys, we're supposed to be good friends and partners, right? Shake your hand, right? Yeah. Shouldn't a good friend or partner bring me back a nice Swiss watch? Right, because I couldn't bring you a Swiss knife. Shake, yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. Survey says yes, right, right, Jake? Wait a minute, I was going to get you a Swiss knife. I don't want a watch. A knife, but they took it away at the security. Peter, Peter, (laughs) survey says that Geneva, Paul gets a nice watch. I'll find you a watch. I will. I'll ask six people walking down the street, excuse me, but Paul Benzman needs your watch. She loves my jokes. You know what? Wait a second. She, she loves Wait a my second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I, I love this I'm woman really back dep- there. So far, you know, pizza. I get a, I get a miniature <laughs> mug. Okay, he, and everyone goes ick for green olives on a pizza. Right. I'm not you're having not, a good day no, here. Right? My, show, my day's only got to get better. So anyway, you know. Yeah. But um, it is interesting. I do travel a lot, as you know, for certain things. Yeah. Um, I'll be at the United Nations in Geneva uh, for the Human Rights Commission meetings. And Thank it, you for the warning. And it is a serious Folks thing. in Geneva, he's going. Be it careful. It is very serious because a lot of changes in the world. And all we're saying to everybody, be aware of the changes. Speak up about the changes. If they Not only do they affect you, but your neighbors. And you know, Peter, talking about neighbors, it's a good segue into being local. It's about bringing in people locally. It's about talking communities. It's talking about people. New radio media is going to touch more souls in the local market than anyone else. You're really sharing with everybody that we are the new neighborhood digital platform. It's company. a beautiful day in the neighborhood at newradiomedia.com. Yes, it is. Mr. Rogers' nephew will be here with his cardigan. So, you know, a couple of things real quickly that uh, we like our listeners to really understand that we listen to what you're sharing with us, either mm-hmm. in the studio or Collins or mm-hmm. Facebook page. Um, and we take a lot of great notes. And one of those notes was education. Mm-hmm. So we want you to be prepared to join us in a couple of weeks when we bring educators into the studio because we want that audience participation very heavily. You know, Peter, it, it's probably going to be towards the end. I'm looking at our schedule. It's probably going to be the end of March into April that we're going to do that. But anyways, Peter, it's been a great day. I want to thank the staff here at New Radio Media. Let's enjoy the day. And anything you want to end up with? No, I just want to say have a great day. See you later. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com.
What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking.